Hi there and welcome to episode 5. Thank you so much to all of you who have been listening. I've seen that the podcast is being used so that's really lovely to see. I hope it's of use to you, I hope you're enjoying the practices. So today's practice is going to be for those of you who are working from home. So those of you who may be spending a lot of time at a desk or sitting or in stillness. Some of us aren't lucky enough to have a desk. So however you are making that work, this is to just give you a bit of time out from whatever you may be doing to move, to find some movement. And obviously it's for everybody as well, but that's just with those people in mind. I hope you're all well. I'm really missing teaching. I'm really missing classes. And I think we've got another good few weeks ahead of us before we'll be back. So I'll try and do a couple of classes a week if I can on here. So for today's practice, you might need, you don't really need anything, but you could use a bolster if you have one. If you don't have a bolster, a folded blanket or a folded towel or just a pillow from your bed. So if you need to grab anything, just take your time to go and get that. Press pause. And then when you're ready to begin, just starting by laying down on your sticky mat. And feeling how you connect to the floor, how you connect to the earth. Allowing your body to settle, allowing your breath to settle. And sometimes it takes a few moments just to really find a sense of release. We hold subconsciously lots of tension throughout our body. So just seeing if you can really meet the mat, let the body be heavy, let the body release. So there's minimal effort to be however you are. And you might have chosen to have your legs straight, you might have chosen to have your knees bent. Your arms might be beside you, your hands might be resting onto the belly. And then noticing with all your awareness your breath. And sometimes that means breathing a little bit more deeply, so finding a a slightly deeper inhale and a slightly longer exhale. And then as your breath starts to steady, just notice your surroundings. So for me, I'm sitting in my kitchen this morning. It's Easter Sunday with the back doors open, so... There's some lovely bird song. There's also some neighbours' dogs barking, which isn't so lovely. The weather's beautiful. It's a lovely day. It's nice and cool, but I'm warm in my house. And everything just seems very peaceful. Everyone else in the house is asleep. How are you? How are your surroundings? How is your day? 
So just noticing for a few more breaths, just acknowledging whatever comes up. No judgment. Some days are harder than others. I think we're all very good at being hard on ourselves. So it's nice to just remember to be kind to yourself. And I find when I'm kind to myself, I'm kinder to the other people living in my house. So it works for everybody. And then if you do have your legs straight, just take a moment to, one at a time, bend into the knees. So bring the feet to stand to the floor. And then slowly draw the knees in towards you. So hug the knees in towards the chest. <clears throat> and see how that feels, see how that settles in your body. And if it feels okay, start to let your body sway from side to side. So Apanasana, we do this quite often in class. And just let yourself roll from side to side. So you're massaging through the back body. And if it feels okay to you, just let the head turn with the movement of the body. So as you roll to the right, the head turns to the right. As you roll to the left, the head turns to the left. And then either with the hands to the kneecaps or releasing the hands altogether, start to circle the knees. So as if you're drawing circles from the knees onto the ceiling. And you start to get a circling movement through the pelvis into the lower back. Again, a massaging effect, so really releasing through the hips. And moving as feels good, so you can move really slowly. You might find you want to move a little faster. Let's see how it feels. And then letting the direction change. So you circle the other way. And then when you feel that you've moved about evenly, just coming back to center, releasing the hands, if the hands are to the legs, release the feet to the floor, but keep the knees bent. And then if you have the space, spread the arms out wide. So take the arms out to shoulder height, or cactus arms, 90 degree angle at the arms if you don't have so much space. And then taking a few breaths, feeling how the position of the arms really can affect the depth of the breath. So you might find with the arms outreached that you can breathe more deeply. So you really open up through the space of the ribs and the tissues of the lungs and chest. And then from here, have your feet so that they're roughly about hip distance. So heels about in line with the sitting bones. Could be wider, could be narrower. And then start to let your knees sway from right to left. So you might start off really slowly, really small movements, just taking the knees slightly off center. And then as you go on after a few rounds, maybe your knees fall all the way over to either side. So we begin to twist through the spine. And as before, you can move slowly, you can move a little faster, or you can start to find your movement with the breath. So you can inhale, knees to the ceiling. Exhale as you come into your twist as the knees fall to the sides. Just 
And then once you've found your rhythm, we're going to do a few times, then start to let your head turn the opposite way to the knees. And then just once more to either side. And then bring yourself back to center. Then let your knees fall to your favored side, your most comfortable side. Roll to that side and just take a full breath there. And then slowly, when you're ready, let an inhale bring you up. So the next time you breathe in, slowly come up and find a seated position. Then from here again, take a a full deep breath. And then move into the all fours position. And as you come into the all fours position, you might want to put some padding under the knees depending on how thick your mat is or whether you're on a carpeted area. And then we're going to move through the the postures of the cat-cow, but not with the breath. We're just going to pause in either, in both postures. So first of all, with your wrists roughly under your shoulders, your knees roughly under your hips, start to come into your back bend. So this is the cow part of the cat-cow sequence. So your tailbone lifts up, your pelvis tilts forwards, you're bringing your spine into a back bend, excuse me your heart is reaching forwards and your belly moves towards the floor but don't just let your belly hang there's a little bit of tone there a little bit of support and gaze is forward so try not to look too far up you're not scrunching the back of the neck and then take a few breaths here so really feel into the front body really feel the breath in the front body And then in your own time, we'll take it into the cat part of the cat-cow. So scaredy cat, so you round through the spine. So begin to send your tailbone down, draw your belly in, so navel towards the spine, round through the upper back and bring your chin towards your chest. doesn't need to touch your chest, but just so you feel you've got that lovely arch through the back now. And then pause here. So really find the breath in the back of the body. And then come back to what feels neutral to you. So somewhere in between those two movements. So you've got a bit more length through the spine. Tailbone reaching away from the crown of the head. And have the gaze to the floor. So just really feel that length. And then let your knees come a bit wider. So if you're comfortable going as wide as the mat do. If not, just a little bit wider than the hips. Let your big toes come towards each other. And then draw your seat back into wide knee child's pose. So you might be drawn all the way back and you can have your arms outreached ahead of you, overhead. It might be that you need to bring your forearms down to support you. So especially if you have any tightness through the ankles, the knees, the the hips, 
forearms can join in a little bit more. So whether it's the hands or the forearms, start to walk your arms over towards the left. So keeping your pelvis as it is, keeping your legs as they are, just starting to move from the upper body, the arms move over to the left to come into a side bend. You don't need to go far, just feel that openness through that right hand side. And then breathe deeply into that right hand side. On your next inhale, coming back to center. And then exhaling to come over to the right to open up through the left hand side. And then let your next inhale bring you back to your starting position. So come back to center and then ease yourself back up into the all fours position. And then from here, we're going to end up in a prone position. We're going to end up on our tummies. So either walk the feet back so the toes are at the bottom edge of your mat or walk the hands forward. So you come into a, a half plank with the knees down. So you can bring your shoulders over your wrists. <coughs> Excuse me. And then from here, start to let your pelvis melt towards the floor as you do, bending through the elbows. So you can bring the pelvis to the floor, followed by the belly, the chest, and then the forehead until you end up on your tummy. And then slide the hands forwards so that your elbows end up underneath your shoulders. Your forearms are parallel. And if you're familiar with the pose, it's the Sphinx pose. So your head is lifted, your chest is reaching forwards, your arms are supporting you, elbows to the floor, underneath the shoulders. And as we did in the cat-cow, as we did in the cow, the backbend variation, you're breathing through the front body and you're feeling the space from pubic bone all the way up to the base of the throat. So you're feeling breathing into the front body. gazes forwards but maybe slightly down so again you've got that nice length through the back of the neck and if you feel that it's pinching in the lower back taking the forearms further forwards can soften the arch through the lower back and make it feel a little bit more comfortable for those of you who maybe are really happy and your your body likes being in a back bend you can try coming into the seal pose for the last couple of breaths. So just to create a bit more space through the lower back, take the feet a little bit wider and then hands can turn out a little, right hand to the right, left hand to the left. Press into the heels of the hands to lift the elbows, the forearms up. So the arms are straight now. It just brings you into a slightly deeper back bend, but for some people it's just too much in the lower back. So just see how you are, either staying in sphinx or coming up into the seal. And then if you've straightened through the arms, take a bend in the elbows. Let the elbows, the forearms come back to the floor. Let the elbows come out to the side, place one hand on top of the other and rest the forehead 
on the upper hand. It's taking a moment to let everything release to the floor, just like we did on our backs, but this time on our tummy. So feel your front body connect to the floor. Feel the breath in the front body, maybe in the abdomen, if you can feel the belly against the floor. And then lifting the head, bringing the hands back beside the ribs so you can ease yourself back up into the all fours position. And then from the all fours position, tuck your toes, lift your knees and then sweep your sitting bones diagonally away from the fingertips. So you come up into a very bent kneed downward facing dog. So keep your knees bent. So inverted V shape through the body. And as you get there, you can adjust your stance. So feet are roughly hip distance. They can be wider, they can be narrower. Hands are roughly shoulder width or sometimes a bit wider, I think. It can feel quite nice to turn the fingers out a little, just like we did through the seal pose. Just gives you a bit more space through the collarbones, through the shoulders. And then start to move a little bit in your downward facing dog. So you can bend the knees alternately, you can sway the hips. You can make circling movements. You can even find a little bit of a cat-cow through the spine if that works for you. And then after a few breaths, maybe you find that the bend in the knees lessens, so the legs become a little bit straighter. The heels reach towards the floor. They never need to reach the floor. It's just as long as you feel that openness through the back of the legs, that's enough. There's no force. Just looking for sensation. And then slowly walking the hands towards the feet now, keeping the knees bent. So knees are bent, hands walk towards the feet until you're in Uttanasana, standing forward bend. If you don't like being upside down, you can rest your forearms on your bent knees and lift your head in line with your heart. If you're okay being upside down, you can either just let the arms drape to the floor or you can hold on to opposite elbow. And then the elbows reach to the floor, crown of the head reaches to the floor. You can explore straightening through the legs a little, but maybe those knees stay really soft to see how you are. And then breathe into the back body, so really feel the breath now through the back of the body. And then place the hands just above the knees. Keep the spine rounded, keep the chin towards the chest. Use the hands for support on the knees as you uncurl through the spine slowly easing your way up to standing so slowly coming up to tadasana so your head comes up last let the arms settle beside the body really feel the earth beneath your feet really feel that you're grounding down through the feet your eyes might be closed you might prefer to keep the eyes open just to get that sense of how you feel after the movements we've already done how you feel after being upside down for a couple of poses And then when it feels right to you, probably with an inhale, let the arms sweep out to the side if you have the space, forwards if you don't, and all the way up as far overhead as your shoulders allow. So reaching fingertips up towards the ceiling. And then gently take your left hand around your right wrist and encourage that right hand over towards the left. So you're gently opening up 
through the underside of the right arm into the right side of the ribs, and maybe even down into the right side of the waist. So side bend. And then coming back to centre, changing wrist. So right hand gently holds onto left wrist, encouraging the left wrist, the left arm over to the right hand side. And then feel that space through the left side of the ribs into the waist. And then inhale to come back to the upright position. Let the arms release back beside the body on your exhale. And then into Dasana, just find a little bit of buoyancy through the body. Just find a little bit of a, a wriggle, a jiggle, where maybe you lift and lower the heels. Soft through the knees, just a little bit of a bounce. And as you do, you can shake out through the arms. Maybe turn the head a little. Just invite a little bit of a pulse to run through the whole body. So this is really important, especially if you have been sitting a lot. Just get everything moving, everything flowing through the body. And then turning sideways, coming to the centre of your mat, turning sideways to face one side of your room, wherever you are, and stepping the feet wide. So we're going to come into a standing sequence now, so taking the feet nice and wide. So the distance between the feet is roughly the length of one of your legs. It can be a little bit narrower so that you feel there's a triangle. And then turn your right toes all the way out to the right from the hip and turn your left toes in a little bit and you can adjust your stance as you go on we're going to bend into that right knee coming into warrior two virabhadrasana two so if you need to take the the legs wider and that's width ways on your mat rather than length ways then do that often feels steadier and then sweep your arms out to shoulder height some of you might have done that already and from here we're going to flow with the breath. So on your next inhale, let your arms reach overhead and your right leg straighten. And then on your exhale, bend into the right knee and bring the arms back to shoulder height. And we'll do that twice more. So let your inhale reach the arms overhead and the right leg straighten. And your exhale, bend the right knee, arms to shoulder height final time inhale arms overhead legs straightens and then exhale bend the right knee arms out to shoulder height and then just take a breath here in virabhadrasana 2 either staying as you are or keeping that right knee bent take your left hand to the back of the left thigh and reach your right arm up towards the ceiling so most of you if you've come to classes know this as reversed warrior you can keep the arm reaching up towards the ceiling or you can reach the arm a little overhead just like we did in the standing crescent, the standing side bend. So you open up through that right hand side. And then inhale to come back to warrior two, arms to shoulder height. And this time as you exhale, rest your right elbow lightly on your right knee and then reach the left arm up towards the ceiling. And you can either stay here or you can rotate from the shoulder so that your palm reaches in the direction of the crown of the head and then reach that left arm overhead. 
So extended side angle pose. You've got space from your left little toe edge of your foot all the way to the left fingertips in a line. And then let your next inhale bring you all the way back up to warrior two. And then straighten through that right leg, release the arms beside the body and turn both feet so they're parallel. So you're facing one direction, one side wall and your toes are facing that same direction. And then from here, as long as it feels okay, so you know your body and you know how much space you have, maybe you come into a standing, wide leg standing forward fold, but you absolutely don't have to. Maybe you stay here for a few breaths. If you're okay to, just turn the toes in slightly and begin to, from the hips, fold forward. So keeping that length through the spine. And for some of us, it might be we just come into a slight forward fold and we rest the hands to the, the thighs for support. For others, those fingertips, those hands might come to the floor. And this is where if you need a little bit of extra height, you can use your bolster if you have one, maybe your towel, your folded blanket. And we can stay with a length through the spine where we feel that the spine is parallel with the floor and we're looking to the floor. Or we can take it into another inversion where we fold forwards all the way, crown of the head towards the floor. And if you do that, you might have to walk the hands between the legs a little. So you can rotate so that the fingertips point behind you and reach the arms through. If you're quite comfortable in a, in a forward bend. So it's a nice release for the spine, but you're okay if you're still standing, just taking another couple of breaths there. And then walking the hands back underneath the shoulders if they're not there already. Really, this is really good for strengthening through the spinal muscles. You then bring the hands to the hips, the hands to the creases of the, the legs towards the pelvis. And then inhale to come all the way up, keeping that length through the spine if you can. So really strong through the back muscles to come all the way up. And then soften the breath. Just adjusting. Sometimes when we've been upside down, we can feel it when we come back upright. And then we do the same sequence on the second side. So let the left toes turn all the way out from the hip. So the knee is moving in the same direction. The right toes turn in a little and then take a bend into that left knee. And then when you get there, this is where you decide if you need to widen your stance. Floating the arms out to shoulder height. Just finding your warrior two on this side. Adjusting the legs as you need to. And then we flow with the breath. So on your next inhale, reach the arms overhead as you straighten through that left leg. And as you exhale, bend into the left knee, arms come back to shoulder height. And twice more with the breath, inhaling to lift the arms overhead, straighten through that left leg. And then exhale, bending the knee, arms to shoulder height. Final time, inhale, arms reach overhead, left leg straightens. 
And then exhale, bend the knee, arms to shoulder height, back to warrior two. Seeing how this posture feels in your body, it's a really strengthening posture. A really opening posture. And then for those of us that want to, we'll take it into the reversed warrior. So right hand reaches to the back of the right thigh. Left arm reaches up towards the ceiling, possibly to reach overhead. So taking it into a, more of a side bend if you want to. And feeling the breath in that whole left hand side, feeling that openness through the left side. Then inhaling to come back to warrior two, arms to shoulder height, left knee still bent. And then straighten through the left leg, release the arms. Nope, we've missed one bit, apologies. That left knee still bent, that left elbow rests lightly to the left knee or thigh. Right arm reaches up. Option to turn the right palm to face overhead and then reach the right arm overhead. Extended side angle pose. So this isn't an edited podcast. You may have found that out from previous podcasts if you've listened. But it's real, it's raw. And this happens in class sometimes as well. So I'm not trying to portray any perfection because there certainly is none on my part. Taking one more breath here. And then inhaling to come back to warrior two. This time straighten through that left leg. Release the arms beside the body. And then turn the feet to parallel, so facing that side wall again. And then from here, turn your toes out and your heels in a little. And softly bend into the knees, so just exploring to see how this is. So coming into the horse stance, or sometimes goddess pose it's called. So you can have your arms beside you, you can have your hands resting to the knees or thighs. Just see how this feels, really strengthening pose, nice to open up through the inseam of the legs, the inner legs. And it might be that you've just taken a very slight bend into the knees. It might be that the knees are bent deeply and this is a really powerful, a really strengthening pose. So another couple of breaths here. And then grounding through the feet to rise up, straightening through the legs. And heel toe the feet all the way towards each other. So you come back to Tadasana. And it's a nice motion through the hips to heel toe. You get an internal and external movement through the hips. And then turning to face your top end of your mat once again. Hands come to the thighs. Chin comes to the chest and then roll down. So the same way we rolled up, roll down through the spine. Let the hands go beyond the knees. Bending the knees as much as you need to until the hands can find the floor. So standing forward bend. And then slowly walk the feet back or the hands forwards, depending on where you're positioned on your mat, into downward facing dog. And 
maybe finding some movement, maybe bending and straightening through the legs, maybe pivoting on the balls of the feet. That's a really nice one so that the toes turn to the left, the knees bend to the left, you come back to centre, toes turn to the right, knees bend to the right. So you get movement through the spine. It's a really nice one if that feels good in your body. And then last moments, last couple of breaths here. And then gently let the knees find the floor. Untuck your toes. And then you can sweep the feet out to one side so you can sit back and then release the legs so that you come to seated or make your own way to seated in a way that works for you. So just pausing in a seated position for a couple of breaths, noticing the effects of the practice, how your body feels, how your breath is, how your breath feels, how you feel. And then we're going to take the last couple of postures in supine. So grabbing your bolster if you have one, or your towel or your blanket. And so it's nearby, then laying down, so using yourself to lie down. Taking a bend into the knees. And then pressing through the feet so that you can lift your pelvis up and place whatever you have, your towel, your blanket, your bolster, underneath your pelvis. So it's a supported back bend. So as your pelvis settles onto your support, just make sure you feel that it's your pelvis and not your lower back so that you feel that you can really release the pelvis. Knees stay bent, so keep it nice and soft. Arms reach overhead if your shoulders are happy to. And then enjoy a nice deep breath here. This is a really nice one for creating space in the organs. So you really find lots of space through the abdomen. You really find lots of space through the lungs. So good for the digestive system. Good for the breath. And of course, through the stomach, through the liver, through the heart. Especially if the arms are overhead. And then let the arms come back beside the body. Press into the feet so you can lift the pelvis up and remove whatever you may have beneath you. Ease your spine back down to the floor. Let your pelvis settle back to the floor. And then, as we did before, spread the arms wide. So either arms straight or bend at the elbows. Feet are about hip distance. And come back to that windscreen wiper movement we did at the beginning. So letting the knees sway from right to left. Can be a small movement you can let the knees fall all the way over to either side so you decide and then the next time the knees fall over to the right 
pause there just for three breaths. When you feel ready to, transitioning to the second side, letting the knees fall over to the left. coming back to center knees towards the ceiling gaze towards the ceiling if you turn the head and then hug the knees in towards you so we've come full circle we come back to the first pose we did apanasana hugging the knees in maybe rocking a little from right to left and then release the hands release the feet and Slide the heels away one at a time, so straightening through the legs. And see how your body connects to the mat. So we've, we're ending in the same pose we began in. Notice if anything's changed. So feel how your body connects to the floor. Notice how you feel. And I invite you to stay here for as long as you have, for as long as feels good. I'm going to leave you here on this podcast so that you can just remain in Shavasana for as long as serves you. And if you feel that you need something a little bit more tangible to hold on to whilst you're here, stay with the breath. Just keep all your awareness on the breath. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope this has been of use to you. I hope you have a wonderful day. Take care.